0: Welcome to Black People Love Paramore, a podcast to try to help Black people feel seen. Please feel free to donate to the show at the link in the show notes. And please rate us and write us a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify five stars only because we are five star bitches worthy of Gotti. If you are watching this on YouTube, please like, comment, subscribe, and all the things. I'm your host, Sequoia. And today, joining me to talk about hibachi, we have recurring guest and fan favorite, Jewel Wicker. Say hello, Jewel.
1: Oh, hi.
0: Uh huh. I'm like I look like the people on like, you people. You do. You look just like them. You look just like Sam J and Jonah Hill. You do. <laughs> That's exactly what you look like.
1: Well, I hope I don't sound like I'm okay. All right, Amy. Mm,
0: moving on. <laughs> before <laughs> we get to talking about, <laughs> before we get to talking about hibachi, we have in my defense, in my defense, in my defense is our segment where we bring one of our unpopular opinions and defend it for you all. This week I'm going to go first because I've been waiting for this one, okay? I've been waiting to say this in my defense until Jewel was on the show, okay?
1: No, I've you had won't. it stored. This is going to be something that's going to piss me off.
0: I've had it stored in my notes app and I've been like, okay, I'm a, I'm a, I'm going a to hold on to this one because it has to be Jewel to hear this one. And in fact, not only is it going to piss Jewel off, it's about to piss a lot of y'all off. I know I'm about to piss a lot of y'all off. Okay, I'm ready for it. I I, I know. I know how y'all feel about this particular person. The thing is, I just don't like her. So that's what it is. So my in my defense, <laughs> not you trying to rush me.
1: My in my defense. Let's
0: get to the meat. This week is Allie and AJ do what Taylor Swift thinks she is doing I'm gonna repeat it one more time for the people in the back because that's what I'm saying Dale as's do.
1: take is that,
0: and it'd be funny when she when he do it, so I'm gonna do
1: it too you got you can't stop in between it. you just have to keep repeating it if you're gonna do umar
0: oh i'm gonna do it I'm gonna do it right now a j Ali and a j do what Taylor Swift thinks she does. Ali and AJ do what Taylor Swift thinks she does. Ali and AJ do what Taylor Swift thinks she does. That
1: was almost perfect. My only note is, I mean, you know, you got the perfect smile, the crest smile. Uh, he more, it's more of a deadpan when he does it. Okay, your teeth—you right. just look so happy when you do it that it's hard it. for me to like give like hot and misandry. You know what I mean? But okay. um, but for the most right. part, no notes.
0: No thank you for the notes I, I really do appreciate that yeah phenomenal i'll work on that umar Holmes, mm-hmm.
1: phenomenal so that's all that i had
0: uh for in my defense the take is uh, trash, Jewel, if though. you would like to rebuttal
1: like i said hmm. the take is you, the the delivery of umar Holmes. 9.5 out of 10 the take hmm. wrong
0: interesting that's incorrect a, that's what you think? inaccurate you think so?
1: Yeah, and I enjoy Allie and AJ. I think Allie and AJ are great. I think that they clearly are not doing the same thing that Taylor Swift is doing. Um, they they you not. Know, and to say not. that... Taylor Swift not even trying to be trying to be that girl Taylor Swift tried to told y'all a long time ago she was swerving into the pop lane she swerved hard she's not giving you pop rock she's not giving you teen pop rock she's not giving you any alternative she's not giving you any of that edgy she's not trying to give that she's trying to give you pure pop if you listen to Lavender Hayes video (laughs) just came out last week if you listen to Lavender Hayes pure confectionery pop music Mm. she does it. She does it well. She can write a song. Her and Jack Antonoff love him. Please, where is the follow up to some nights? What are you doing anyway? <laughs> I, him and Jack. Him and Jack. You know they do it well. They do it well. And I probably wouldn't do a follow up to my album if I was getting Taylor Swift checks either. They well, do it
0: well. Well, there's no comparison. There's a now. Now what I'll say to that is Taylor Swift. Could not write a Chemicals React, but Ali and AJ could write a 15. And that's what, I'ma I'm just leave it at that. You know what I mean? I'ma just leave it All at I'm that. All I'ma
1: say, and then I'm just gonna move on from this conversation is, <laughs> you don't know any Taylor Swift songs beyond 15. So do. you don't know the breadth of her. What's I'll the name of her, name of her last album? And name Evermore? What's the name of her last? that's not the Evermore? last album no she put out an s- album called midnight it's midnight. called i'm the problem midnight. i don't know if it's plural and i
0: can't remember me it's called i'm the problem Anti-hero. okay it's sure
1: me. okay that is a song
0: yeah. Antihero. yeah exactly
1: you don't know any of her music <laughs> to yes, to say you had to dig all the way back to 15
0: do know on her music. On you
1: my don't own know podcast. it, don't and that's okay. I'm not, I'm not
0: about to check. I'm not about to check her music or nothing like that. But I'm just kind because of because I want to hear it. Because what? Well, tell me type you her name. Because blank space. Ali I know that one. Ha- I know. You think blank that Ellie and AJ can
1: write any of the uh, songs on folklore?
0: Folklore. Anyways.
1: You don't know what that but is? What you got? You don't know what...
0: Fo- no. No, I don't. Sure. Uh, I, did, I can't believe this. Sure. she didn't drop like four albums since twenty 2020- twenty. And now no. I'm
1: blanking. You know, I don't like being... You know, y'all can ask me my favorite Beyonce song, and I know all the Beyonce songs, and if you ask me on the spot, I'm not going to remember a single Beyonce That's song. Me. So let me look.
0: I get that. Uh, I really do.
1: What's the name of that damn song? Seven. And I know you don't know what I'm talking about. Don't worry about it. Seven by Taylor Swift <laughs> on Folklore. If you think Allie and AJ could write that, let's move along. Let's move. You gonna make me listen to it? Along,
0: I'm gonna just read the lyrics. You're not going I'm to. not gonna listen to it. I'm just gonna read the lyrics at some point. Let's move on. I'm sorry for having to piss y'all off like that, but that is what it is. Go ahead, Jewel. I'm excited to hear your take.
1: So the cut came out with the article of etiquette. Did you see the list of etiquette? I did not. Things today. I should tell you what the article is called, but I didn't look. Let me look real quick. It's it's a list of what's it called? The new rules. And the subhead is, you know, they're gonna get cut off because I'm not a subscriber. Here we go. Oh, what it say?
0: Don't say that. Uh, Do you know how to
1: behave? Why?
0: I don't know. (laughs) Oh, okay. Do you know how to behave?
1: I don't have to subscribe to everything. Now, I actually do think I'm gonna subscribe to the cut because I get I get hung up by the paywall enough to that like, girl, you like the content, just pay for it. But I don't have to subscribe to everything. I don't. That's fair. Okay. Do you know how to behave? Are you sure? How to text, tip, ghost, host, and generally exist in polite society today. So some of these things I would say are factually inaccurate, but for a majority of them, I agree. So the, I'll tell you some of the ones that I like first before I tell you my unpopular opinion on the one I don't like. Okay. I'm so excited. Okay. Uh, I love this. So one of them is some if someone starts telling you a story you've heard before, you have two seconds to tell them. I agree with that. That is factually correct. Okay. As somebody. As somebody with a history of TBI who has no idea what I said five minutes ago, truly, Mm. I don't know. I will retell the hell out of a story. The funny thing is, if you had caught me early in my TBI journey, you would have said, Jewel, you told me the story before. And I would have argued with you down that I had never told that story a day in my life. We have progressed from there. Okay. If you say it now, I'll be like, that sounds like something I might've done. I might've told you the story before, but I agree with that. You got two seconds to tell me or else I'm already into the story. Just listen. Move on. <laughs> the other one I like, <clears throat> do not, do not. And I'm half joking, by the way, you could tell me that you told yeah. that story. anyway. The other one is do not touch the small of my back to move around me at the bar. If you're ugly.
0: Wow. Yeah. That delineation that. is important. I agree with yep. that. If you're ugly, because
1: if you're cute, I'm gonna excuse. I can excuse a lot of things.
0: You know what I mean.
1: If I turn around and I'm like, "Who the hell?"
0: That's really the truth.
1: And then, and I gotta look up. Now that's the caveat. I gotta look right,
0: up. Right, right. <laughs> and then if you turn around I and a look scent up. catches you, like a like a good cologne, that's another thing.
1: Now I'm like, excuse you, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, you excuse, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But if you're ugly. Why would you put your hands on me? Don't touch me. Okay. don't touch So me. I, I agree with that. Yep. Here's one of the ones I don't agree with though. Fundamentally don't agree with it. And I was having this discussion. Uh It's okay to email, text, or DM anyone at any hour. I do not believe in that. I mean, text messages are a little different because you can't schedule a text message. I don't believe anyone should be DMing me. Why are you speaking to me?
0: I do agree with um, that. I do agree
1: with that. Yep. But email... They have scheduling. You can schedule an email now. Now, I do agree. I know like one of my friends was like, I work with people on different coasts. And so it's like very hard. And I think that's true. I think if you work a job where you are working with people who are across the coast or maybe even in a different country, all of those things, I think this does not apply. But I think if I am working with you, we are in the same time zone. Why are you messaging me at 2 a.m.? And the article says, you know, that we, we can't successfully move into the future unless we recognize that the owner is on the receiver, not the sender. I think that does not account for the fact that a lot of times the sender is a boss or someone. And I think you sometimes send the wrong message to your subordinates when you are messaging at all hours of the night on the weekends. Like I think it's very hard for subordinates to push back on that or to say, Hey girl, I'm not responding to this on a Friday. Or it's Friday evening or Saturday. Like It's very hard to set that boundary. And I think the way that you avoid that uncomfortableness from your subordinates is to just schedule the damn email because it's not pressing. And if you want to work on Saturday, that's totally your business, but you can just snooze it till Monday. You can schedule it to go out Monday at 8 a.m.
0: I believe that. Yeah, that makes sense. That's my thought there.
1: Caveat for time zones, but I actually fundamentally disagree with that um, method as a whole. I don't think the onus is always on the receiver. I think because even if I'm not getting dinged at 2 a.m. that you messaged me, I'm going to still see that you were up messaging me at 2 a.m. And now it's like, 100%. damn, I hope my boss don't think that I'm up at 2 a.m. doing stuff. Because, girl, I'm not. Okay. okay. Are, you, are you judging okay. me and my work ethic and my workflow based on the fact that I'm logging off promptly at 6 p.m.?
0: And the fact is, you're just going to have to do that because one thing about me, I'm going to log up promptly. Baby, it is what it is. I don't have my work email on my Let phone. The, I don't have Slack on my phone. Nothing like that. So when I close the computer, you won't be able to reach me unless you text me. And I know you're not going to text me at 2 a.m. So
1: I remember one time, and this happened a couple of years, maybe two, three years ago. Maybe two, three years ago. And so this was at the time where before I realized that you could say, I don't like pancakes and people on Twitter are going to be like so why are you being disrespectful to waffles? Like, it's just like I stated an opinion and now it's like you've brought something and that has nothing to do with me. So I tweeted one time that I was like, the best thing I've done as a freelancer was take my email notifications off of my phone. I did it once for like a three-day vacation so that I wouldn't check my, I wouldn't get the notifications and I just never put it back on. And it is phenomenal. And I tweeted that again about 2 or 3 years ago cuz it was early in the pandemic and i just got all these responses well i am a nurse well i'm a this well i'm a that. we can't do that <laughs> well then don't do it then damn like well, i don't like, you I have to all right i'm not a brain surgeon i can turn my <laughs> notifications off right. if it don't apply to you it don't apply Let like it fly. i don't i don't understand why I we have to the do this shovel. like it drives me crazy. <laughs> and I just remember like being like, well, I didn't... What do you want me to... I don't know what you want me to do with this.
0: I really don't. So...
1: Well, I work in an industry where I work at night and I can't... Well, then, grow up.
0: Well, good for you, babe. You know what your job entails. I don't...
1: Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, then do uh, Adjust. Act accordingly. I don't know. Yeah. I mean... So, yes, I'm a big fan of taking your emails off your phone. Got it. And if it don't apply to you, let it fly. If it don't apply, let it fly. Mm-hmm. Let it fly.
0: Now, I fully but agree for with the rest that one. Of us? Because both, actually, I'm a big fan of taking your emails off your phone. And if it don't apply, let it fly. Because a hit dog gon' holla is the only thing I feel. If you are talking, it's because I'm, t- I'm talking to you. That's it
1: it's simple it's just like how did we get here like i just stated a simple thing that was true to my life and my experience now
0: they saying you don't care about nurses you don't care about and now i'm being exclusionary surgeons, about the working 100%, class 100 right right everybody can't afford to Wait take their emails off their phones they say from an iphone anyways
1: and, you know <laughs> and baby if you can't totally understand totally fine i respect that i said what well, works for me
0: it's really that simple okay Moving on, people are sick. You, you all, so, some some folks, questionable, but we're gonna move on. Song of the week. I have a song of the week this week that I I'm very mine. happy to share with Jewel once again. I'll be tailoring my episodes for you, Jewel. It be for don't
1: you. Sequoia. It be for please. you. You know, I be like, yeah. We play too much. I think
0: Jewel gonna like this. I'll go first while you consider what you're saying. The Veronicas, Forever that we sang in the car because it was fucking Listen, great.
1: that was a picturesque moment that will be embedded in my brain forever more. When I think about me and my boyfriend taking a trip to LA to visit Sequoia and her boyfriend. I will always think about us driving down the coast, listening to the Veronicas
0: forever. Yes.
1: Picturesque. Yes. Perfect. No notes. no. Notes. Ten out of ten. We were
0: driving down PCH, y'all, this past weekend. It was wonderful, fantastic. Chef's kiss. Veronica's came on just in time. I turned to Drew. I said, You know the song? She said, Uh, yeah. And then, you know, we start singing. Cause a lot of people. And it had just
1: it. started to get dark outside. Yep, sunset was coming. You know what I'm yep. saying? The vibes were there. Immaculate. I find it hard to believe that nobody knows that song, or a lot of people don't know that song. Like, let's actually, you know what? I should get on TikTok, and I'm gonna cosplay as a teen so that I can make that song go viral. Because you know how songs come back. Yes. Yeah, we yes. bring them back. Yeah, I'm a, yeah, I'm a cosplay as like a high schooler, and and just all of our content is gonna have the Veronicas forever in it, so that I can.
0: That's a great idea because that one is a, a it, it is a fantastic song. And obviously the Ronicas have a bunch of good songs, like more than just that. But something in particular in that song, that one, you know, it has so much right angst there? in it. Like it's like so teen, so pop punk. It's like so good. I love it. And don't get me started on the difference agree. between the Australian version and the US version. They it's just like a slight, maybe like a I don't actually know the the technical term, but it's like a half key difference. Just the key is just like a half key difference. And it's I don't know the great. difference, so both, I can't weigh in. Both of them are great. I'll I'll play them back to back right quick. Not right now, but after this, and you can hear it. It's great. But that's my song.
1: The woman is Dude. a
0: stand. The woman is a stand. Absolutely.
1: I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna drop it. I know that everybody's been arguing and debating about it on Twitter. I don't care. I'd Uh like it. And that's it. The running out of time song by, by a yachty that just came out on his new album. I don't know if you heard it yet. Cause it literally, Mm -hmm. when we were talking on Friday about albums, we liked then the album dropped. Okay. No, it's a new project, but it's very alternative rock funk. Like he's leaning into some very experimental, like it's not a rap album. Mm -hmm. It's fundamentally not a rap album. It starts off with like a seven minute, like song, like whole thing. And people are like, "Oh, it's trying to be this thing, or it's trying too hard or whatever." People have their opinions. I don't really care right. if you like it or don't like it, not my business. I will say it seems like Yadi's having fun, and so when I listen to it, I have mm-hmm. fun. I love when people do weird shit and when people just veer off the beaten path in a way that like maybe we we had hints of, but we didn't that like this kind of caught us off guard a little bit, but running out of town, that's a fun little so like that's a fun little song okay.
0: uh-huh. I'm gonna get to it. I'm gonna get I'm into like that. that
1: i like that and yadi is a yadi is fundamentally like a kid like i i don't know if i ever told you i went to yadi's house Mm-mm. it had to be two years ago maybe maybe about a year and a half two years ago when he came out with the nail polish line i went to his house he lived on a lake beautiful home mm. furnished just like a grown-up kid's
0: house would be furnished <laughs> good workers um
1: he had a uh, a small dog that belonged to his girlfriend who had pooped on the floor, and Yadi looked down at it and proceeded to continue on with his life because he said, "This is not my I'm business." And I done. said, okay. "Not
0: in his own house It's not his business." Please,
1: Yadi said, "I don't got nothing to do with that. I ain't got nothing to do I'm with done. that." And, but like I think, like Yadi is, I think the things that make sometimes his albums either really st- or his music really stand out to people is also the things that sometimes make it not hit. Like mm-hmm. when you listen to a reality verse and it just don't hit it's because he's just not afraid to trash it. And it's, he's not afraid to like be weird or to just be unserious to be quite mm-hmm. honest. And sometimes that really fucking works out. You know what I mean, and sometimes it really doesn't. Indeed, and I respect that about Me him. Too. I do. I respect that. I like a I big swing. That. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm yeah, have to listen. Just, yeah.
1: If you miss, you miss, baby. But you know, it's all right. The
0: more you take big swings, the more you will start to connect. You can't start to connect if yeah, you don't take yeah. the big swing. So go forth and so be weird, Yadi. Yeah, absolutely. We love it. Go on, Miles. Hating on Joe Button was was there was it Joe Button I was hating on, little Yadi, like years ago, talking about he was too happy because Joe Button is fucking miserable. <laughs> If you
1: think that I remember one thing that that man has ever said (laughs) over a microphone, you would be inaccurate.
0: I unfortunately remember a number of things that that man has said over a microphone. Um, He's like a train wreck. It's it's hard to look away. But anyways. I refuse. That is very fair. Moving on. Let's get into our main topic because that's what y'all are here for. Hibachi. So what is hibachi? according to none other than benihana.com, because where else would I find information about hibachi? (laughs) In the U.S., the phrase hibachi style is occasionally used to refer to what is really tapenaki cooking. Hibachi grills are called shichirin, don't know if I pronounced that correctly. In Japanese, and are small portable barbecue grills that are made from cast iron. These grills have an open grate design and commonly use charcoal as their heating source. Modern hibachi's in the U.S. and restu- U.S. restaurants are electric, so that they can be used to cook food indoors. By contrast, teppanyaki grills involve. Using an iron griddle with a flat, solid surface to prepare food in restaurants in front of guests. Tapanyaki grills typically use a propane flame as the heat source. Guests are able to sit around the Tapanyaki grill so that they can view the skills of the teppan chef while they cook chicken, pork, beef, and seafood dishes. The Tapanyaki grill surface is also ideal for cooking finely chopped sides such as eggs, vegetables, as well as rice. So... For this episode, we will be colloquially saying hibachi, but could perhaps be actually referencing tapenaki. I don't really know because the American education system is absolutely trash, particularly when it comes to other cultures. So, yes, that's hibachi. If anybody was wondering what the fuck even is hibachi. Jewel, do you have a favorite hibachi restaurant? As a resident hibachi lover, do you have a favorite? Um,
1: so, I used to go to this place. Dang, I ain't, I've i struggled to find my new, like, hibachi spot. So, I've actually never been a stand of Benny I'm so okay, sorry. Okay, me to neither. Say. I feel like Benny is a little expensive. Yeah, not good enough. And I feel like Benny is all name. No. Wait, who did I find? I found out who, who daddy or somebody is Nepo Baby. It is Who's Steve daddy Aoki. Is behind Benny That's right. Yep. I said, now, wait a minute. Yep. When I found out, you know, I'd be listening to the food podcast, I said, wait a minute.
0: If y'all don't know, Jewel is a food it? girly. Like, Jewel really has a garden where she grows her own herbs and spices for her fucking food, her own fruits and whatnot for her food. And she be chefing it up. Like, she's really a food girly. So I know you be listening to the food podcast. I know you know Steve Elke is the heir to the I Benihana throne.
1: I said, not. They mentioned him. I said, wait a minute. Anyway, okay. <laughs> um, that was an aside. Back for
0: another game. You know it. What's going on? Just one more week till Max fun Drive. <laughs> Hard to believe. It's been a heck of a year since the last one. We're now a worker-owned co-op. We raised $50,000 for charity last year. And we've added a bunch of awesome new shows. But do you think we're ready to do it again? Absolutely. Lovely new gifts are lined up. The episodes will be amazing. And wait till everyone hears the bonus content. Yeah, plus they know to go to MaximumFun.org newsletter, so they're getting all the news. Oh, like that meetup day is on Thursday, March 21st. Then what's bothering you? Me? Oh, nothing. We're all set for Max FunDrive to start on Monday, March 18th. I just didn't want you to see this coming. Check. What hang on! Topics you'd never expect to be the title of the podcast. Secretly, incredibly fascinating.
1: Find us by searching for the word secretly in your podcast app
0: and at maximumfun.org.
1: But yeah, so I don't really love Benny Hanna like that. Like, I know the rap men, the two chains of the world love Benny Hanna. I think it represents a sort of like status for like rappers especially like I just got money Yes. like just got New paid, money like, like Ruth Chris kind of yeah yes absolutely and we we can leave Ruth Chris behind we really can I'm sorry to say yeah. we can leave it <laughs> behind <laughs> and so I'm not a huge fan of Benny Hana I will go I will eat it I will have a good time but it's not my favorite chain. there was a place over like so I so I guess what I would say is my favorite hibachi is typically like a smaller less chain mm-hmm. kind of place So there used to be a place off Camp Creek Road in Southwest Atlanta where I grew up, which I guess is technically like moving on from Southwest Atlanta, but I grew up. Anyway, so there's a place on Camp Creek Road. It was called Kiku and it was in the marketplace that we used to go and shop at. And that used to be my spot because it was close. The food was good. I felt like it was better than Benihana. Mm -hmm. The prices did slowly start to rise, but at first the prices were not that bad. And I went there enough that they knew me like it was my little spot. Since I have moved, I have not found a like, and oh, so I feel like Kiku started to kind of rise in popularity. they up their prices. The food started to be a little more inconsistent Mm. for me. So it was no longer my favorite. Mm -hmm. It was no longer my place to be. Don't know if that's changed because I haven't been recently, but that's kind of why I slowed down on going. And I just have not found a new staple. I have not. I
0: hate that for you. Sometimes
1: I order it I know that it's not like ideal, but sometimes I'm like, "Dang, I want some hibachi," and I'll just like DoorDash it to myself, yep. um, which you don't get the full experience. No, obviously. not at all. But I'm like, I want the I want the fried rice, and I want like some steak, and I want the sauce and stuff like that, and I don't. I might like, there are leftovers downstairs, but Ooh,
0: you got leftover hibachi downstairs leftover right now it. as we speak.
1: No, I'm saying I have regular leftovers that I cook downstairs, and now I'm thinking that I should ignore them <laughs> for hibachi. <laughs>
0: Jewel, it's nine p.m. If you door-dash them hibachi right now, <laughs> I don't go ahead know. and get your leftovers. Get your leftovers out the fridge. Go and get your leftovers out the fridge. Eat them up. You're gonna be good. I don't
1: know, cause now, cause when I started to describe, when I said the fried rice with the sauce with some little vegetables with some steak, now I'm like,
0: it starts speaking with, to you.
1: And then, oh, and then, and then, and then, you got to start with the the mushroom soup. Mm. eat it up the mushroom soup mm-hmm. that little i didn't like the salad before because the ginger dressing was a little much for my little youth palate. but now that you i'll eat that too but the soup
0: delicious all oh, fantastic
1: i hate to say i hope i don't sound ridiculous but i might <laughs>
0: <laughs> you might doordash a little hibach to you to you later on tonight i
1: might have to I might that's have fair to. i
0: might as well now i'm sitting think about it i think the only I've only had hibachi. I've never gone out of my way to have hibachi. I've had hibachi for birthdays at Benihana. Oh, my God. My ex-boyfriend, RJ, who is supposed to be on this episode, but it's too busy, wanted to go to hibachi. RJ. Wanted to go to Benihana specifically for every single birthday. So I spent a lot of birthdays. And what about birthdays Absolutely. At Benihana. And I think that's when I was like, oh, I don't like this. Like, Benihana's not good. Like, I'm not having a good time. Mind you, Japanese food is my favorite genre of food. Period. Hard stop. And so, me not liking Benihana says a lot about the quality of what Benihana is doing over there, in my opinion.
1: I don't feel the love in it. Like, I don't feel like, you know how when you be seeing them, like, chef it up and they doing it a little hard? They doing. I feel the love. I feel the passion. I don't feel that when I go to Benihana. I feel the less we're on a schedule. 100%
0: hundred percent. Get him in, get
1: him out. That's Come what on, get him in, get to him Benihana. out. We're gonna
0: blow this little fire in your get face. In, We're gonna do XYZ. We're gonna throw some shrimp in your mouth and get the fuck up so the next people can get up.
1: While we throwing the shrimp, we already bringing your check so you can sign that so you can get the fuck on when it's and time to go. Like it's a whole it's a factor. Yep. Yeah. That's exactly
0: mm-hmm. what Benny Hanna gives. And then I had Benny Hanna at like uh like a work party. They had name plates for us. It was outside. So I guess that would be, Uh yes, that is actually, or I didn't have Benihana, I had hibachi at a work party. We were outside, whatever. There was like one single hibachi chef and it was good again, but I was like, "Ah, I personally could do without this. It like wasn't seasoned. It was just grilled proteins, you know? and i'm like y'all gonna throw a little that's right y'all gonna throw something, something on, on the stuff before yeah. you start throwing it on the grill or am i supposed to taste is yeah. that is the grill flavor supposed to be the good flavor because it's not giving you know that's how it's I, feel. Cool, yeah. hmm?
1: I will say i feel like in recent years and i don't know if covid spurred this but like my aunt my aunt is in her 70s mind you so like my like mid-70s aunt texted me and she was like girl, you know, you could pay for a chef, to, a hibachi chef to come to your house and cook hibachi in the backyard. Yes. And I was like, no, auntie, I didn't know that. And she was like, you want me to set it up for you? And I'm like, oh. no, it's okay. And then she just continues to like oh. remind me regularly that her friend Bertha or whoever the hell had a hibachi come to her backyard and like tell me that I need to oh. do it i respect
0: that i love that and i love that she knows that you like hibachi and she's like this is something jewel yeah, would like like, you me like set that up for you? let me yeah. tell jewel that she needs to do this that's precious and she's in her 70s and that's I'm the like, most precious please. thing i've ever heard in my life i love that is it's this the same auntie yeah, that told so you that you don't sound like adele
1: no that was actually a different auntie um the, <laughs> that auntie just would have not responded she would have just rolled her eyes and not said anything <laughs>
0: Which is also just as Which, entertaining. That for me is very fair,
1: uh, you know what? And also very fair and valid. My mama was real left field when she said some shit like that, so I would also be quiet <laughs> if somebody said that to me.
0: For reference, y'all, no, Jewel's sure. mom said that Jewel kind of sounds like Adele when she sings, and it,
1: my tone, and her tone, I had a similar tone. tone.
0: And granted, Jewel really does have a good singing voice. Like she be she be playing she be playing games and stuff. She's never actually outright sang for me for real, but I've got I've caught little snippets here and there that tell me that she can sing. And so I doubt that Moms is wrong. Like, I'm very much willing to give Moms what she said. You should be... No. You should not put money on it. No. I'm putting money on it. But see, Jewel's aunt, she didn't quite agree. She said, Adele who?
1: Which I thought was a fair question. Like, which Adele? Which... Because it can't be the... It can't be... I know it ain't who I think it is.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So I was just very amused by that. Black aunties are funny. Anyways. Yes. And black aunties Mm -hmm. also really do like Apache but yeah i've See, only had hibachi a couple times you, and I, was, I think we
1: went with my so why do we do a hibachi episode if you don't even like hibachi
0: because niggas like hibachi and first of all I, I feel like i do like hibachi i just have not had it done correctly and so i'm trying to change that so first of all if y'all have any recommendations please tweet at me for chains if you're in la tell me anything local in the la area and i will try the hibachi that's that on that what do you be ordering at hibachi jewel when you go so back
1: in my youth, I used to get like steak and shrimp, but I mean, no, no, I used to get chicken and shrimp, <laughs> but now I'm a steak really.
0: I'm going to tell you why I'm laughing in a second. <laughs> Actually, I'm just going to tell are you, you now. So I have some, you know, some theories as to why black people like hibachi so much, right? And one of my theories was, and I'll preface this by saying, if there's any white people listening, there aren't. Close your ears because this part is not for you. I mean, are you close? Are your ears closed? Okay, great. Black people love chicken and shrimp, and I hear like most often when getting hibachi. Now we getting
1: stereotypical on the podcast.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like most. I mean, and when I say black people, I mean me. I'm a chicken and shrimp girl, personally. So when you said what you be getting at Hibachi is chicken and shrimp, I said, yes, I could have guessed that. I absolutely would have guessed that because that is also what I get. And I imagine that is what many Black people are also getting at Hibachi because that's what we like. Chicken and shrimp, we're going to do it. There's a
1: joke that my friends make when they are talking to me and they're like, "Joel, what are you eating? Or "Joel, what did you eat for dinner? Or "Joel, what are you going to cook for dinner? And I'm like, what do you think? And they're like, chicken and rice? And I'm like, Absolutely.
0: Oh, you're I've really a chicken and rice girlie.
1: I am a creature of habit. of habit, chicken and white rice.
0: She's a Taurus moon, I believe, y'all. Rice. I that's believe that she's I a Taurus moon. You have moon. no
1: proof of this. You have no I, proof
0: I, of I this. I literally have your chart on and my what phone. And what
1: does being a Taurus moon have to do with rice? Look it up. That,
0: <laughs> that, that means you're a creature of habit. A Taurus moon, one thing about a Taurus moon. Oh, okay. Got a it. A creature of habit, especially mm-hmm. when it comes to food, Taurus moon is definitely going to be that.
1: Cause mind you, I think Sequoia realized that I'm picky this weekend. Cause I don't think I, I mean, sure this did. last week because I don't think she knew it. Cause I think she I was think. like, Oh, Jewel loves food. And yes. so I think she thought like Jewel loves everything. And it's like, no, Jewel yes. loves a specific subset of things. Like
0: real specific. Y'all, real spe- I tried to have Jewel eat a fucking sushi roll. A sushi it has, roll.
1: It has seaweed.
0: Jewel would eat
1: I ate the top off it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Jewel would eat the Nigiri. But when it came to the actual sushi roll, she pushed that shit around her plate and then gave it to the waiter as if I wasn't going to know. I ate
1: the top. No, because the top had the fish on it. Whatever right. that fish was. What was it? You know? I don't know. I don't remember. Anyway, I ate the top where they had the fish on it. And I was like.
0: <laughs> I was like, she's not about to eat none of this. We put a whole bunch of stuff on her plate that she just.
1: No, that's not true. That's the only thing that no, I didn't eat. It was
0: a, it was some other stuff. And then
1: rice things that that no, I didn't put it on my plate if I didn't eat it. That white, the the white that white thing that Garrett was eating the white rice. Yes. I wasn't finna to try that. They looked weird. <laughs> because it looked
0: weird. Joel was not.
1: Anyway, mind you, mind you, when I got home, I asked Ryan, I was like, "Did you try the caviar?" And he was like, "Uh, uh uh-uh. You see that them white that white stuff? uh uh-uh. uh uh-uh. I'm,
0: right. <laughs> I'm done. I'm <laughs>
1: done."
0: <laughs> i gonna watch y'all closer next time because y'all playing.
1: <laughs> and I was like, I was like, not two peas in a pot.
0: I'm so done. here we are. You know what? Also, I just had a revelation about hibachi. Hibachi is probably a lot better in Atlanta just because Black people like hibachi so much. There's such a dense population of Black people in Atlanta. So they probably require a higher level of hibachi. I would imagine.
1: Nah, I think that's a toss up. Do you think? Yeah, yeah, I also think like, bl- I- mm how do I put this? Like there's this conversation that's been had over if Atlanta has good food. And I think that Atlanta does have good food. Yes. But you have to be going to the right places. And I think, I think a lot of times like Atlanta goes off just vibes. And so like if a place has good vibes or if a place is like, you know, it Mm -hmm. it signals a certain type of status or wealth, Mm -hmm. like you'll eat there even if the food isn't like, freaking great and so mm-hmm. i think it could be that atlanta has better hibachi because we are here and we demand it it also could be that we just love hibachi and we'll eat
0: anything okay 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 that's fair you love because them. it looks good black people for the love photo right okay 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 i definitely see how yeah. they arrived there that makes yeah, sense yeah. that makes sense i also have additional theories as to why black people love hibachi but i want to save those for the end i actually just have one additional theory i already gave y'all the one that is the chicken and shrimp that's doing it for us and and also steak as well i'll put that in there as well steak as well I'm gonna
1: pull up my but daughter. i have another she one but i'm gonna save that for the end
0: <laughs> while jewel checks what time they close i'm gonna list some lyrics for y'all that reference hibachi, Oh no. okay? yes
1: i knew you were gonna do this yeah.
0: <laughs> so the first one we start off real hot Versace Remix by the Migos featuring Drake. It is actually Takeoff's verse, RIP. And Takeoff says, I set the trend, you niggas copy. Cooking this dope like I work at Hibachi. Look at the watch, it blow hot like some Taki. That last bar trying to trip me up a little bit, but I got there, I got there. Next, we have an excerpt from one, 2 Chains." From a song called It's a Vibe, featuring Janae Aiko, Trey Songs and Jewel's favorite Ty Dolla Sign. And in this song, 2 Chainz says, got a vibe, make a cougar want to spin a check. Got a vibe, make an Asian want hibachi. Got a vibe, make an Italian want Versace. Now, we're not even really going to get into the fact that he decided to reference continental Asia for Hibachi, a we Japanese have thing, to, we don't have and got real this. specific with the continent of Italy for Versace. We
1: just, the whole reference actually just makes me cringe. <laughs> I'm not going to hold you. <laughs>
0: well, we're going to leave it at that. Right. So he, so you know, he referenced Hibachi because niggas love Hibachi as they do. And then we have a song by Young Thug called Bad, Bad, Bad. Do you know the song, Jewel? Because you're a, you're a thugginite. And I. Bad, am bad, not. bad. Yeah, I know.
1: Bad, bad, bad.
0: Okay. I, and and he says. Please.
1: <laughs> Go on.
0: I don't know the cadence for this song because I don't know the song but he says no playing no Atari I won't play with you for nothing I can eat you like hibachi because you're bad bad bad
1: you don't know the song?
0: No. No. Okay, it's okay. Actually, I do. I, um, I do. I heard right. it and I was like, yeah, yeah. I know yeah, the Yeah, you bad. hear
1: it, you can get, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know the chorus at least. Yes, the hook. I
0: know the chorus. Okay. Because, uh, Young Thug said okay. it. Okay. There was also a plethora of other ones, but those are just the top ones that came up and I didn't There's feel like right now everything else. And then when I tried to type in Benny Hanna, it was even more chaotic.
1: I was about to say half of them are from Atlanta. I am sure. I am
0: certain. It was chaos. Embarrassing. It was very much chaos going on. Oh, I also forgot to mention this past August, HBCU graduate Dempsey Robinson opened Houston's Houston. first Black-owned hibachi food truck oh, in Houston, Texas. Obviously, uh-huh, I said Houston first nice. but Yeah, so you know niggas really be out here with hibachi and trying to make some shit shake.
1: Steve Aoki don't. Steve Aoki don't rep it that much.
0: That's crazy. He sure don't. He's not trying to let people know like that he's he not even baby. Ta- no.
1: He don't even, he don't even rep it that much. No. I mean, we be out here with the Benihana cape on. Yep.
0: No. Anyway. No. So yeah, That's Hibachi good. and Benny Hanna is all up and through rap lyrics, of course. Jewel, do you have any theories as to why Black people love Hibachi the way that we do?
1: It's spectacle and we love spectacle.
0: Yes. Absolutely. But, uh,
1: yeah, it's spectacle. It's over the top. It, it signals some sort of status, some sort of yeah, like I can afford to go to this place where they set something on fire and cook it in front of me and they give me a whole show. Like it's a song and dance. That, and we love a song and
0: that dance. That is very fair. My theory, one of the theories that I have written down here is Black people love talent and Black people love food. We over-index in both of those areas. We are an exceptionally talented group with ex- exceptionally good cooks and hibachi combines both of those. We love to watch sure. a chef talent And we're going to eat too. And we're going to get a show. That's right up Black people's alley. We're going to do that. We're going to be there.
1: I mean, this is why they go to Atlanta Steak Market with them weird ass steaks where they be cutting them with the samurai. So you ain't seen it on TikTok where they have the the gold foil wrapped steaks and it be smoke billowing from it and they cut it with the sword. Like, (laughs) them steaks don't taste like nothing. I They don't
0: taste like nothing. So it's for the show
1: yes because we like spectacle and, we and because that signals look what i have i got money if i can let this man sit here and cut this steak very dramatically mm-hmm. in my presence with smoke billowing from the damn yeah. table dramatics
0: that's very fair mm-hmm. yeah and and mm-hmm. you know what i would try it just for the experience too if you was gonna have a gold wrapped steak and and slice it with a sword i might try it just to try it you too. would try that i would try i throw a little salt on I- it
1: I had no intentions of going to that restaurant no intentions. how you get there i only went there because i was working oh. because i profiled gunna and him and young thug had the, the number when gunna's album went number one um they had his his celebratory party there
0: of course they did that makes sense
1: that definitely tracks naturally and so there i was
0: very fair and in preparation for this episode, I also went on TikTok and I just typed in hibachi in the search bar just to see what would come up. And I said out of my mouth before I hit before I hit enter, I said, now, if I type in hibachi on TikTok, and it's mostly black people in these results, case closed. <sighs> That's that on that. And guess who I the guess first who was in the results. person? <laughs> the first face that I saw was a black man, of course. <laughs> And as I scrolled, Is
1: somebody daddy up there talking about, look where we at. We out You already know. You already
0: know. Of course. And as I mm-hmm. scrolled, it was just more, it was just, it was just black people. It wasn't just black people. Obviously, there was other people in it too. But it was, again, we over indexed in the search results for hibachi. It was more, you know, we only like 12% of the population in the US, and it was way more than 12% of the hibachi search results on TikTok. So obviously, I'm this crazy. is very scientific. There's a method to this. I, had a hypothesis. I created, um, what is that called? When you, when you create an experiment and then you get the results and it's I know you ain't asking driven. me. <laughs> oh, okay. <That's laughs> and so, you know, I did all that. I hypothesized that Black people were over-indexed on TikTok for Hibachi videos. I mm-hmm. conducted the experiment, searched Hibachi videos on TikTok. I then found Absolutely. the results. I did not exactly have data, but I knew that we over-indexed. I knew it was more than 12%. So that's that on that. I think it's proven. I think I went ahead and proved it, that Black people really do love hibachi. Yeah, we love hibachi. I think the hibachi. reasons are clear.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think we I think we laid it out what's right there. What's there
1: not to love? Yeah, what's there I not mean, to love? I mean, that's it's
0: a really good question. I also feel like how you mentioned Atlanta often just runs off vibes and the food isn't really... Sometimes, you know, it's not, it's not great. I don't feel that way about Atlanta at, at all. I really don't feel that way about Atlanta personally. As someone who is not from Atlanta, I'm sure you do. You have a harsher critique for it because you are I love the food
1: in this city I just think it depends on where you go
0: now I don't know I've been every place I, I walk into in Atlanta I'm like oh this is like really good food like every time but also I'm from LA where it really does run on vibes and more often than not you are going to be experiencing mediocre if not subpar food with a good vibe Depending on where you're at, also. If you go south of the 10, if you get into Black areas, you're obviously going to experience great food as Black people. As I just said, Black people are talented with cooking. But if you go somewhere else, I don't know what to tell you. If you're in a white, predominantly White area, I really don't know what to tell you about the food in L.A. And that's that. On that, you, you're going to have fair. to head south of the 10 if you want something like that.
1: That sounds fair. Yeah. I don't think I have no, anything No, I love else. hibachi. And my order has been placed...
0: While we were sitting here. Because they told was... me I
1: had till nine they told me I had till nine forty to place the order or it was gonna close. I had to do it. I couldn't wait. <laughs> then I wouldn't As have no seeing, order.
0: Trying to bring y'all hibachi content. Guess who was ordering hibachi Jewel? I think I'm Guess gonna follow in going? your footsteps and do the very same. I'm gonna try to find a good hibachi restaurant.
1: And it's not the same, because it's not like I don't get the experience. I don't get the like it's like I gotta warm it up. You know what I'm saying? It's not the same. Right. So But I'll get this I get the vibe. So
0: I'm gonna get mushroom soup, you said that's what I need to get?
1: you don't ever get that when you go no okay, i guess maybe you haven't been yeah, a while. No, no. okay so usually when you go to the bocce restaurant they start you out with a soup and it's like a i don't know it's really a very simple soup but i like it because i'm basic and it's like basically like mushroom based soup and one thing about me in this household anybody who resides here gotta love mushrooms. is that right if you don't like them you gotta look out go.
0: well i'll move in um mushroom. shortly just have Put my room it- ready
1: okay Put it in everything. Put it in everything. So anyway, so it's a mushroom soup, and then after that they do like a a salad with a ginger dressing. I had that. And then after that they come out and they throw the little shrimp in your mouth and they cook right. it. Right. Okay. Which the shrimp in your mouth was not a thing that they do. I don't remember them doing that back in the day. I feel like that was a very... I think that's that was that's
0: new. Thing. That's because of the social media era for sure. Them them tossing shrimp in your mouth yeah. so you can put it on your Instagram story It's definitely social media era. It's it's the same as Salt Bay Feeding men's men's yeah, girlfriends and wives that. food and they don't like it
1: yeah I don't remember being a teenager and them throwing shrimp in my mouth I think that was definitely a thing that's happened don't know for sure but I feel like that's happened in more recent
0: times. yeah I feel the same way exactly same way I really wonder mm-hmm. how Japanese people feel about American hibachi style food like they're probably like this is a joke <laughs> you guys are a joke and that's very fair
1: and look at now, 2 chains done made, done turn came, came out to make an Asian one hibachi. They don't want to be part of this.
0: They don't. I'm, sh- I'm sure. Cause I'm sure. Because you done been, because
1: rid- now you over here being ridiculous. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> and I got it. I'm so sorry. Like, that's ridiculous. I wouldn't want to, I mean, I'm sure it's the same way when there are parts of our culture that end up transcending and going elsewhere and turn, and we don't have no control over how it is kind of Transformed or what kind of the end result is where well, we be sitting back looking like this foolish.
0: hundred percent.
1: Look at them catching shrimp in their mouth. That is 100%. foolish. A hundred
0: percent. I think there's such an interesting yeah. like symbiotic relationship between a lot of Asian cultures and Black American culture in particular. It's like very symbiotic and cyclical. Like sometimes it's hard to tell where one started. Like, yeah, like like where something originate. Like Korean fried chicken being. That good is wild to me. Absolutely wild to me.
1: Points were made, baby. Points were made. Points were made. No sense.
0: I'm like, (laughs) did the Korean
1: people make up chicken? (laughs) Fried chicken or chicken? Did you you invent chicken? Wait a damn (laughs) minute. Yeah. Because I'd be thoroughly confused.
0: Or just like fashion influences. Like those two communities are so heavily symbiotic when it comes to fashion. A whole bunch of stuff, like or anime, how black people love black men in particular love anime. There's just so much going on with Asian cultures and black cultures. I want to dive in a little bit more. We'll probably do a fried chicken episode too
1: i I, I think that's cool, and i uh, my boyfriend is like very into war documentaries. And, like, the thing he loves about war documentaries is finding out, like, what Americans took over to other countries and, like, how they transformed yes. it. So, like, what food or what, like, you know, cooking styles or things like that Americans, like, brought over during war and how that was, like, then transformed by those cultures into, like, a similar or very completely different kind of cuisine. I don't know. It's really interesting.
0: That's how I heard Korean fried chicken became a thing, too, from, like, war. And, mm-hmm. That's yep, what he told me. Being taken over yeah. to other countries. and you know, Yep. That makes sense. Well. I don't have anything else, Jewel. You got anything else you want to tell the folks about hibachi?
1: No, I'm excited to get my hibachi tonight. It's gonna be really great. I was gonna eat my leftovers, but then Sequoia and you guys on this podcast, y'all told me that I needed to order hibachi. So now I had to, like, I didn't have a choice. Um, um I actually don't. A gun was held to my head. I was threatened, doing that. so I had to do it. Like, I, I couldn't, you know, like, what was I supposed was to the do? Ghosts. Um, so I'm excited. Like, I didn't
0: think I did that. I don't recall doing that.
1: I'm excited. I think it's going to be very Mm -hmm. good. I do like hibachi. I just don't think in the area that I'm in, I've found like a staple place. Always open and always looking. Mm
0: -hmm. Okay. If you're in Atlanta, in the Atlanta area, tell Jewel.
1: If you got some recommendations, I'll hear it out. I want to hear it. Don't send me none indicator.
0: Decatur. I said Atlanta. If you are in Atlanta or the, I'm not over there. you know, tell her where she can get some good hibachi because, you know, she's struggling. I'm
1: not over there. I'm not going over there neither. Shout out to Eastland. I'm not going yeah.
0: over there. Okay. Very fair. Okay. Well, that has been this episode of Black People Love Paramore. If you are looking for me, you can find me at Pod across all social media platforms or you can email me at blackpeoploveparamore at gmail.com. Once again, I'm going to plug that there is a link to donate to this show in the show notes also i saw that somebody did donate to the show thank you so much for that i would like to point out that when you donate to the show it does not tell me who donated doesn't give me a name doesn't give me an email does not give me a username anything it just says you received this amount of money so i cannot thank you personally but i want to say thank you for donating to the show and let y'all know ahead of time that i will not know if if it is you in particular that donated to the show but thank you jewel where can i find you
1: yeah my social is jewel at jewel wicker show so my name and then the word show at the end i'm yawning because sequoia said this at 9:30 p.m and she noticed <laughs> my bedtime so i just want to apologize to people that's not it's me. not she
0: be up madly oh she be up just out
1: that's a lie so i do want to say my apologies but yeah that's my social jewel at jewel wicker show mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and this has been the episode bye y'all